0: Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Phil Williams here hosting Right Side Radio. And we like to say it, just like the man just did, that we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. Copper's running the board. Good day to you, Miss Copper. Good day. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. That is uh, always the case. <laughs> or as we, we we hear most often, Fri-yay! Um, but um, anyway, yeah, g- great day ahead. Hey, listen, we got some things going on. In the minute, I'll kick in and, and, and give you my right side way for the day. At 3 o'clock, we've got... Uh, you know, we try to do this, by the way. I, I want to make sure that y'all hear the good news stories, all right? It's important that you know that yes, there are things out there that we have to address, things that would need action, things that we need some people to uh, step up and say no to and not on my watch. But there's also some great things that we should be applauding, encouraging, supporting. And and so I got a guy coming on at, at 3 p.m., Tom Reynolds from His Way uh, Ministries. It's a it's uh, it's a it's a pretty dynamic program that helps with drug and alcohol um, recovery. And then uh, at four o'clock, we got State Representative Wes Allen coming on. He is running for Secretary of State to replace John Merrill, who's term limited. And uh, yeah, I think he's got big shoes to fill Field in terms of running a Secretary of State's office, uh, so we'll see how uh, Representative Wes Allen presents, uh, and then just you know general news. And I and I've, I tell you what, I got the paper, copper. I got lots of paper. It's all laid out here. It's got highlighter all over it. There's some stuff happening, and um, it's uh, it's going to be a full show. Um, I, I got to tell you though, I was I was thinking about you know what to say today. Sitting here in my studio, studio with a cup of coffee, I am uh, pondering life. But, but you know, I, I will say this on a serious note: I think, I think this great nation that we live in, to include the state of Alabama, is facing a challenge right now, unlike any that we've had in contemporary men- memory. Uh, there's always going to be the calls for social upheaval. You know, somebody wants to change things or demand that the man get out of their way or whatever. But the process of give and take and social norms and those questions of fiscal discipline and wars and rumors of wars, those do come around, but it's not often that we see and feel such tangible calls for societal evolution that we are experiencing right now and the great divide that that causes. Now, I'll I'll be honest with you, I believe that America's poised to step into a process that will set the standard for generations to come. Whether or not to accept, or hopefully, to refuse to accept a, quote, new normal a new normal in which actual civil liberties, things like the right to assembly, the right to speech, the due process, a right to confront our accusers in court, the right to ensure that our votes are counted, all of it could go away if people that are clamoring right now in the public square get their way. The debate rages on and there's ideas, opinions, and plans from all sides of the spectrum, but in the middle of it, you may be asking yourself, yeah, but how can I make a difference? Can any one person really do anything meaningful. What can I in my limited sphere of influence ever accomplish? Well, what's happening right now, I'll be honest with you, is giant in its scope. And what we need are giant killers. Good people who will speak up and decide to take action, even by themselves or in small numbers, have often turned the tide of great moments in societies throughout history. I feel like I have to draw an analogy to two of my favorite uh, Bible stories. And if you will, just, just go with me on this. I don't, it doesn't matter what your personal views are, the storylines speak to the, to the moment I'm talking about. The first story I'm talking about is in Numbers 13 has a direct application to where we are today. For context, in this particular story, the Israelites had just come through years of slavery, the great exodus from Egypt. They stood on the border of the promised land. I mean, you always know about the 40 years in the wilderness, but what people don't often remember is they got to the edge of the promised land fairly quickly. They stood on the border and they sent 12 men over to check things out as scouts. And they came. everything they had dreamed of was there. I mean, it was a land flowing with milk and honey. And a people that had been through so much were now on the edge of a new life. But there was a problem. The scouts reported that there were giants in the land, it says in Scripture, ready to oppose their progress. It was supposed to be easy, they thought. It was supposed to be a new day. No one said anything about having to overcome enemies that looked like that. So Moses, those 12 spies, Moses questions them. Ten of the 12 said, we cannot do this. It's, there's no way we can defeat them. The giants were considered insurmountable but two of the men joshua and caleb stood up and they called on the people to stay the course but fear took over the easy route was chosen the people of israel wound up wandering in the wilderness for the next 40 years an entire generation had to pass away before the israelites could come back to the promised land and when they did finally cross over they still had to fight it wasn't any easier than it would have been had they taken it right then They simply delayed the inevitable, and they deferred all the hard work to their children and grandchildren. But you've all heard the story about another fight with a giant. Just a few generations later, David, the least among his family of the least among the tribes, took issue with the fear and the fecklessness of the Israelite army when they were being taunted by a warrior named Goliath. Goliath believed to be the descendants of those same giants that the 12 men talked about. You all know the story about David. He slew the giant but there's a few aspects of that story that perhaps you've never heard or noticed. You see, one of the things that you have to look at is on the way down to the fight, David stopped by a dry creek bed and he picked up a handful of small stones. He killed Goliath with one of them, but he was apparently mentally prepared to stay in that fight as long as necessary. He had more than enough ammunition. It just happened to take him out with the first. But the other piece of the story is something that I gathered just for the first time today. In 1 Samuel 17, 29, David was being taunted by his own brother. David was questioning, why don't we do something about this Goliath guy? And he was being taunted by his brother about it. Another one of those naysayers who couldn't imagine confronting a giant. And David responded to him in 1 Samuel 17, 29, is there not a cause? And what he was saying, if you read the translations, is there not a cause or a history or a way of life worth fighting for? So I don't care from where you draw your inspiration. For me, it was these biblical narratives. It could be a famous movie or a personal story or or something you read about a famous individual or maybe something of your own experience. The fact remains, we have to find the inspiration for the social and political will that we need to stand or we most surely will fall. You can stand and maybe, just maybe, you won't quite reach as high as you were attempting to, but if you remain seated, you'll absolutely not reach it. So, I'm going to tell you a quick story and then I'll be done. So, I had hoped to have him on the show. Maybe one day I will. But I had a, an occasion to be in D.C. not long ago, had a small group meeting with Mark Meadows. You may remember Mark Meadows was a congressman. He went on to be President Trump's chief of staff. So, Mark Meadows was speaking to the small group of folks, I th- there was about, about 30 of us. And, and he, he literally said that he and um, Congressman Jim Jordan, two very conservative members of the body, that They they wrote a memo. He said, I emailed it back and forth with Jordan. He said, I'm pretty sure Jordan did, like worked on it on the hood of his truck in a Walmart parking lot. He said, but we worked out this thing, how we recommended there could be a, a major tax cut, President Trump. If you'll just take this advice, we think we can get it passed. We'll join you in it. Next thing he knows, he's getting called to the Oval Office. He has no idea why. He walks into the Oval Office, shocked to find the entire cabinet sitting there, and Vice President Pence stands up and says, here, sit here. And he goes, uh, what's going on? And Trump is sitting at the, at, the, at the Resolute desk with a copy of his memo and saying, Meadows, I read your memo, you and Jordan. He said, I'm going down the line here, and I'm telling these folks, I think we can do these tax cuts. You suggested a, a 26% tax cut, or, or excuse me, a 22%. What am I saying? You suggested a 26% tax cut, and Mnuchin over there, he only wants 22 at the most, maybe 18. What do you think? And they wind up settling for a compromise amount. And, and, and President Trump went right down his memo and checked the blocks on certain things that were being asked for. And he said, if we had never written that memo, I have no idea what would have happened. He said, but to this day, he has that memo with President Trump's check marks on it and then his congratulations written on it in a frame on his office wall. Two men wrote a memo. It became the Trump tax cuts. You see what I'm telling you? One person can make a difference. Now they made a difference in their sphere. They were up in DC. Maybe not all of you are in that, that, that realm. But the fact is you can change where you are. I believe the state of Alabama is on the cutting edge of this fight that we're in right now, socially speaking. We are poised as what is supposed to be one of the most conservative states in the nation, supposed to be, to be a catalyst for substantive change and to serve as a bulwark against the absolute attempts that are out there right now to wreck our nation. And you make no mistake, there are giants in the land. But I was not selected to find the easy way out. And in my opinion, sitting idle is the option for fools. My listeners in this this show know that it is possible to find simple solutions to hard problems. This is an audience filled with giant killers. And having come this far, we must cross over or it will all have been for naught. And listen, you may remember a movie called The Patriot with Mel Gibson, a movie that was loosely based on the real-life character of a guy named Francis Marion, known as a swamp fox. He was an American Revolutionary War hero. He was initially opposed in the movie to a fight with the British during the Revolutionary War, and he was... In the movie, in this particular scene, he was sitting with the woman that he later married and he was lamenting his delayed actions in the war. And she stated, you have done nothing for which you should be ashamed. To which Gibson's character responded, I have done nothing and for that I am ashamed. So you find your place. You find your voice, find one or two others to join you, go speak at a public hearing, organize a social media campaign, support a strong candidate for office, run for office yourself maybe, write a letter to the editor. This is our country, we are called to steward it well. It's a broad-based strategy of stewardship and it's not easy by any means, but it is certainly doable. These giants are not insurmountable. My listeners are not the kind to turn back and the world needs some giant killers. And that's a wrap for The Right Side Way. Well, I've got caffeine in me And I've had a full day already I'm wired up But listen, uh, it's going to be a great show I'm going I'm I'm to fill you in on some news of the day Things you didn't know were happening Because they don't get all the big click headlines But they're out there Some are good, and some are challenging And some are just ridiculous But we got a, we got a full show with great guests And, uh, and I'm excited I, It's an honor to have this platform Right Side Radio Solid, conservative Just playing right. We'll be right back.